got the stats. He on the hot seat, and I got the facts. Who up next to back? Who making the catch? We just got the sack. I got all of that. TNT, man, I got the cover. All my stories bread on top of a butter. Going undercutters, coaching in debates. Log on now, you don't want to wait. Doing interviews, players and their crew. Coverage for you, better than the news. And it worked too, because I'm all in it. First name Terrence, last name Bennett. And it's not a gimmick. It's just me being you me. That's that T-E-N-T. It's just me being you me. That's that T-E-N-T. Yeah. T-E-N-T. This is Landon Turner with the New Orleans Saints. Just want to give a quick shout out to TNT Sports, man. Keep doing your thing. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jamel McMillan here, assistant coach for the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, just sending a special shout out to my man, Terrence, of TNT Sports. Uh, Terrence, if you're any type of fan in the New Orleans area, Saints, Pelicans, whomever, make sure you check out the podcast. Make sure you log on to the Instagram page and check out all the content that Terrence has got there. A lot of great stuff for the community. Terrence, we appreciate you. We appreciate you inspiring the fans. We appreciate you keeping the community together. And we're looking forward to hopefully having a great offseason and uh, rolling this thing into next season. So, uh, if again, tune in to the podcast. Make sure you leave some comments. Make sure you give some feedback. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next season. All right? Go Pels. Hey, this is Jabari Greer, former Saint and world champion. I want to invite you to listen to T-ENT Podcast with my my guy Terrence. This is a podcast that's taken the world by storm. That's T-ENT, the podcast. You can download it on the Apple Store. Go check it out and support it. You won't be disappointed. All right, thank you. What's up, what's up? This is pro basketball athlete CJ Rivers. Just want to give a quick shout out to my boy Terrence Bennett for allowing me to tell a little bit of my story and having me on this podcast. I salute you, man. I appreciate you. Check out the calming and relaxing YouTube channel by ASMR Majestic. This channel is a comfortable place for rest and relaxation. Her voice gives you that calming, tingling sensation. Subscribe and click the bell for more great content. ASMR Majestic. The direct link is youtube.com backslash sexylljg80. ASMR Majestic. Good morning. This is TNT Sports Podcast episode number 72. Man, I got a good show lined up for y'all this morning, man. It's me rolling solo, though. Don't have no guests this morning. We're going to get into it, but first off, I'd like to let y'all know, man, I have my own shoe out. The TNT Sports, based off my podcast, they black and gold, man, they're on liveshoes.com slash T-ENT Sports, so definitely go get you a pair. The price kind of high, but it's made with Italian leather, man. It's going to last you a long time. Great shoe. I just got my prototypes in the other day, so please go reach out to me if you want a pair. Um, link in my bio for Instagram, man, Facebook, man, so definitely support the kid. Trying to do something different, man. But anyway, man, I got a great show lineup for y'all. Um, we all know that the Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-20 with an amazing comeback. And quarterback Patrick Mahomes walked away with the MVP. 
award, which was well, well, it was well deserved. You know, he played a hell of a game, played a great game, man. He was well deserving of it. But the Chiefs named a team MVP, and it wasn't Patrick Mahomes. It was Honey Badger, Tyran Matthew. But before we get real deep in that, man, I got a sound bite, a clip uh, with Randy Moss, Steve Young, and Boomer interviewing Tyran Matthew after the Super Bowl. So real quick, we'll jump into that sound bite. I'm gonna let y'all hear that right quick. It'll come right back. This is TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 72. Good morning. To your boy, what's up, bro? You know, but, you, but 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 being able but, but but being able to talk, being able to talk about, you know, we got the honey badger here. But boom, I know you're going to get to him in a minute. But just being able to talk, uh, Steve, about Jimmy Garoppolo being a game manager. I did not think that Jimmy Garoppolo would want to come into a game like this and be in a shootout. That's why the defense had to play well for the San Francisco 49ers, which it did. But the run game had to sustain for four quarters, and it didn't. Now, let's get to the honey badger. You're world champion. Yes, sir. Thank right? you. I appreciate it. You came over here. You haven't been here long, but it didn't take you very long to be to understand what this was for the Chiefs, what this was for the coach, what this was for your fans. Yeah. We've waited 50 years. Yeah, man. Um, it was a great challenge, right? Um, I think that's why I came to Kansas City to, to help get this team over the hump. Um, I think so many people in that locker room believe in each other, and um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, we knew we was going to have to try to outplay their defense uh, to get this win, and um, I was glad that it was us to kind of seal this game and make that big play at the end. I want to bring these guys in a sec, but what's the, I, I know with Patrick Mahomes, you never feel, well, we're always in it. We're only down by 10. Yeah. What's the problem? But still, it's getting late. What was the conversation on the sideline defense with you guys? It's getting late. Or yeah. was there any... I mean, you had to be looking up at the clock, right? Well, it was a sense of urgency, no doubt about it. Uh, we felt like maybe three or four uh, series within the game, um, it kind of got away from us. We wasn't really playing our style of ball. Uh, a lot of missed tackles, um, a lot of blown coverages. Um, and I felt like in the fourth quarter, we really we really dialed in, right? Um, we, we, we understood that it was going to take everybody doing their job. And um, I think our guys did that. And um, I think we was able to kind of shut them out in the, the fourth quarter. All right, welcome back. That was Hunter Badger talking to Boomer, Steve Young, and Randy Moss. But you know Randy Moss' son played for LSU, so they kind of relate. But anyway, we'll keep talking about Honey Badger, how he was honored. Now, the honor goes to all pro safety, Tyran Matthew. The Chiefs announced the MVP result on Tuesday alongside with naming wide receiver Nicole Hardman as the team's rookie of the year. Now, these awards are based on players and coaches' votes. Coaches votes. Now, you know the MVP for the Super Bowl is voted by fans. Uh, but... Uh, according to Pro Football Talk, the votes were tallied the time same players and coaches cast their Pro, vote, pro Bowl ballots, which means prior to the playoffs. Now, Matthew's bona fides calling the vote a shocker is no knock on Matthew. Now, the seven-year pro had a fantastic debut season with the Chiefs earning all pro honors for the second time while tallying tally 75 tackles for four interceptions and two sacks. He's beloved and respected by all his teammates for his leadership and his play on the field. Now, why, but why not Mahomes for the team MVP as well as the Super Bowl MVP? Uh, it, it's just that Mahomes is arguably the best player in football and as a quarterback like the game's never seen. There's no rational argument that he's not the most valuable player on the Chiefs. Now, this article was from Jason Owens from Yahoo Sports. Now, moving on, now CBS slash NFL writer Brian Dardo wrote the article stating that the Super Bowl 2020 is Chiefs win the start of the dynasty. Now, Travis Kelce, Chris Jones proclaimed that 
Uh, it is after the winning this first, their first Lombardi Trophy. Uh, in 50 years, several Chiefs players were already making plans for the team's next Super Bowl win. And no, they don't think it will take another half century. In fact, the several Chiefs, including tight, um, tight end Travis Kelce and defensive tackle Chris Jones, believe that Sunday's 31-20 win over the 49ers just, is just the beginning. Now, the dynasty is just starting, um, baby. That's what Kelce said shortly after the win. Now, Sarah Kessler, Kessler of USA Today is just starting, motivated to do it again. Oh, uh, for sure. Uh, this is the beginning of something big. Uh, added Jones. This is a dynasty now. Keep in mind, they say it's a dynasty, which you can't see the Chiefs play hell of ballers yet. And I thought there was an underdog, honestly, man. Um, it, and during the game, they was down, like, by 10 points. And people were saying, oh, game over, game over. But I always say wait to the buzzer over with. And that's what called determine the game, man. And I, I was right, man. Them boys play. Super Bowl a different type of game. It's not like a normal type of game where uh, people just, hey, I, I don't play hard and win. You know, they go play to the break. They go win to break balls to do anything to win the Super Bowl. Uh, it's just a whole different game and a whole different level. It's like a once in a lifetime thing, if you will. Uh, so, but the dynasty part is definitely true about them. Man. They play hella ball, like I said. Uh, you know, and, and with Patrick Mahomes being a quarterback who is 24 years old, is the first player in history to win league and Super Bowl MVP honors before his 25th birthday. Now, Mahomes' ability um, will the Chiefs to uh, improbable come from behind victories. The Chiefs became the first team to overcome 10-point deficits in each of the three playoff games in the single postseason, which is a big reason why the Chiefs won Super Bowl. Uh, now, it could very well lead to more Super Bowl celebrations. Like I said, Patrick Mahomes is a young guy, 24, going on 25. And to accomplish everything he accomplished at that young age is great, man. This could put them in a good position to make it to many more Super Bowls if possible, man. Um, now, still on the Super Bowl subject, I got one more history lesson for you guys. Now, this article by Sports Illustrated Avery Yang is saying five things to know about 49ers assistant Katie Sowers, the first female coach in Super Bowl history. Now, 49ers coach Katie Sowers is the first openly gay and first female coach in Super Bowl history. The offensive assistant helped propel an offensive attack that was second in rushing and second in points during the regular season ahead of the San Francisco Super Bowl uh, victory matchup against the Chiefs. Now, here's what you should know about the coach. She was once barred from coaching an amateur basketball team because she was a lesbian. As I finished college, when she stated, I actually got turned down from a volunteer coaching job because I was a lesbian. So I was told out sports in 2017, I was told because of your lifestyle, we ask that you do not come around the team. That was she told. She said that the experience motivated her further without the experience. Now, I would not, I would not be where I am today, she said. She played professional football as a quarterback and a defensive back in the Women's Football Alliance, which is a pro football league for the women. Sowers led the U.S. national team to a gold medal at the Women's World Championship in 2013 in a semifinal win against Sweden. Sowers caught five interceptions with three pick sixes. Uh, Sowers had, has wanted to be a football, be on a football team since childhood. Now, in advertising with a tablet company that would air during Super Bowl, which did air during Super Bowl, Sowers read, a journal from um, a journal she wrote as a child that expressed her desire to one day be a member of a professional football team. Professional football team. Now, I hope someday I will be a good football player. Uh, she wrote at the time. I, she wrote at the time. I am a good football. I'm good at football. When we play fo football at home, I can make a touchdown 
in one catch. I am a leader of our football club, and I hope someday uh, I will be on the real football team. So I was ready in the commercial. Now, that commercial was dope. I actually saw it uh, alongside um, a couple people I watched the game with. But her longtime mission is to catalyze inclusivity in the NFL. No matter what you do in life, one of the most important things is to be true to who, who you are. So I was told out sports. There are so many people who identify as LGBT in the NFL and as in any business that do not feel comfortable being public about their sexual orientation. Now, the more we create an environment that welcomes all type of peoples, no matter their race, gender, sexual orientation, religion, the more we can help ease the pain and burden that many uh, carry every day. So that's what Katie Sauer said uh, about her whole transition on becoming the NFL coach. She's making history. So. That's dope, man. Um, and also speaking more on it, she had Jimmy Garoppolo stamp of approval. Approval. Uh, she's been tremendous. Quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo told reporters about Cyrus after the team's 37-20 victory in the NFC Championship game over the Packers. Katie was Katie was there before I was, but just what she does with the receivers, all the skill position guys, how she interacts with them is special. She's feisty, man. Katie is awesome out there. She'll go. She'll get after guys. It's fun to be around. Now, so I, I think she'll. Uh, I think so. I think that that's great. No matter what, she keep uh, she keeps stri- kept striving through all the obstacles. Speaking on all female. Now moving on. Speaking on all other female coaches. Jennifer King was hired by the Washington Redskins as the first black female full time coach. Um, and this is all of happening during Black History Month. Coincidence. But most, uh, keep in mind that new Redskins coach Ron Rivera has history from Carolina. They both got history from Carolina, so congrats to her again. Which is a lot of history being made with women stepping in, coaching the football. Uh, and like I said, it's dope, man. I, I'm not like, you know, I, I got to saying women can't do that. So it's dope to see women doing something that they can't do, man. It, it teaches everybody lessons that you can do anything you want to do no matter what, man. So I think it's a good message, man. Uh, that, Women getting into football coaching men, you know, they doing something out the ordinary. Now it's a big, big question that's being asked. I want to speak on this question now. I'm a Drew Brees fan. Point blank, period. I got a big post in my front room of Drew Brees. So we go answer this question right quick. And you can please feel free to reach out to me on my social media and tell me what you think about this question. You can answer the question and tell me what your perspective is on the question. Now the question is: Now we going to jump into the question, Drew Brees. Retire or stay for another year. My thoughts are that he go ahead and retire, and here's why. Drew, I think it's time for you to come to, go on the coaching side. Now, granted, Drew has one or two more years left. Let's put that out there. Drew has one or two more years left to play football. He's in great shape, not injury prone or nothing like that. But I'm still thinking about the future of the, of the Saints, man. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Taysom Hill. Now, Taysom Hill already said that. He loves New Orleans, but as soon as he sees the opportunity to get a chance to play the quarterback position anywhere, he's going to take that opportunity. And as well as t- Teddy Bridgewater, he said he's going to follow his mind, not his heart, because his heart here in New Orleans. That's why he didn't leave last season. And he know his work as well. So you got to think about it. Both of these guys know they work as well. And I'm going to go back to Teddy Bridgewater. In Minnesota, he was a star already, so he know what that limelight like. So. He know his work now. When Drew got hurt, he stepped in and won five games, no problem. So it's kind of an iffy situation because if we keep Drew, we lose those two. If Drew step out, possibility is we keep those two. 
I don't want to lose Taysom and Teddy. Granted, not saying I don't want to lose Drew either, but I'm a Drew fan. Drew Brees all the way. But I'd rather keep Taysom and Teddy because you got to think about the future as well. Uh, we need future. You know, these younger guys, we need that for the future, for the Saints. So that's my opinion. So on my social media, man, please reach out to me and let me know what you think. Uh, we can talk and make that a discussion. It's whatever with me, man. But that's just my personal thought. Like I said, it's nothing against Drew Brees, man. I love Drew Brees. He did a lot for New Orleans, man. But you know, you gotta think about the future as well. You gotta, you gotta make sure we get on the future as well, man. You know, and I just, I don't know. I mean, that's what I think. If I was in Mickey Lewis' position, what would you do? If you was in Mickey Lewis' position, what you would? Do? I don't know. But like I said, reach out to me on my social media. Tell me what you think. Now, other NFL news. That I'm excited about. It's been a long time coming. The NFL will conduct conduct its own combined. Let me start over. The NFL will conduct its combined series featuring the regional combined invitational and the historically black college and university, which is HBCUs combined from March 27th through 29th, the Miami Dolphins Baptist Health Training Facility. Now both combines will provide an evaluation opportunity and exposure for draft eligible athletes with no remaining eligibility who were not invited to the national inventional invitational combine so that's dope man like with me coming from hbcu alabama state university and honestly man they don't get a lot of opportunity like if, if you went to alabama auburn lsu uh sec sec schools and then acc schools and you know the schools like michigan and big time schools man um HBCUs don't get that type of exposure like those schools get. So for them to get that opportunity, I think is dope, man. And uh, and, and, it, and that falls right in that falls right on time with Black History Month too. You know, they fall with that information alone, just falling right on time with Black History Month. So that's dope as well. So definitely shout out to the NFL on that uh, opportunity. Now we'll jump into the NBA right quick. Now the NBA news is been crazy uh, this week. Definitely NBA trades. Now the Golden State Warriors have traded D'Angelo Hall. Take that back. Now, D'Angelo Hall, D'Angelo Russell to the Minnesota Timberwolves in a deal that the Nets, that Andrew Wiggins, Nets, them Andrew Wiggins and the Warriors also get a 2021 protected first round draft pick and a 2021 second round pick and will send Jacob Evans and Omari Spellman to the Timberwolves. Now, the 2021 pick is the top three protected. If it fails, if it falls in the top three, it conveys to the 2022 and is unprotected. The Wolves have been looking for a point guard to pair with Carl Anthony Towns, and they got uh, Russell, who was taken second in 2015 draft right behind Towns. Now, next up, the Clippers, Knicks, and Wizards have completed a three-team trade. They sent Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas to the Clippers, not the team announced. Uh, NBA rebound leader Andre, Andre Drummond got moved by Detroit, by Detroit to Cleveland and then took to Twitter to express his dismay. The three-time champion Andre Iguodala is ending his exile and going to join the Miami Heat along with Jay Crowder and Solomon Hill. With Miami sending three players who will combine to score a mere 254 points this season to Memphis for that trio. Miami's trade with Memphis also lowered the Heat potential tax bill and Portland made a minor trade with Atlanta with a lower tax in mind as well. And... All that info is from Fox News, Frank Mild. Now, again, it's been a real, real crazy couple weeks in the NBA now. Next up, last but not least in the TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 72, Boston Celtics announced that they will retire 
Kevin Garnett number five jersey coming real soon. They put they play um they put in the um jumbotron that they will be retiring number five jersey. That's crazy. I thought there'll be Minnesota doing that because he spent you know he got drafted in Minnesota and he started his he started his whole career there as well. So uh, but I mean that's that's dope though man. He made a lot of noise uh, with Boston man. You know they, that squad they had they had. Uh, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, uh, him of course, Rondo, just to name a few, man. They, they won a couple championships. That was a great time in basketball, man. When they matched up with the Heat, uh, they played against the Heat. You know, LeBron, LeBron had a time with them guys, man. And it was just a lot of back and forth with that, man. It was a lot of trash talk. It was good basketball back then. I don't remember, man. But uh, I mean, that's it, man. That's all I have this morning, man, for uh, TNT Sports Podcast episode number seventy-two, man. And, uh, real quick before we go, I just want to let you know my social media platform. My social media platform, my Instagram is at Mr. Underscore T Underscore ENT Underscore Sports. Uh, my Facebook page is TNT Sports. Facebook page, of course, now. And my um, G- Gmail, if you ever want to reach out to me, is TNT Sports 14 at gmail.com. And my Twitter is at T Underscore ENT Sports. So definitely reach out to me if you got any questions you want to shout out, you want to get on the show and talk sports, debate, whatever. Uh, again, man, I got my shoes out with a live shoe, man, the TNT Sports uh, Edition, Limited Edition shoe, man. Kind of high in price, they one ninety nine, but you get that Italian leather. You know, uh, Italian leather, man, you get a discount once you um, order, and you'll get them about two um, They make them fresh on order, so you get them two weeks, probably tops, man. And like I said, I got mine. Got a commercial coming soon uh, with the shoes, so I can't wait to do that, man. I got my guy, LaCour. Daniels, man, LK from Alabama. You know, we go way back. We go back to, to uh, try Alabama where we from, man. And he produced for Young Buck. You know, big shot Young Buck. And uh, he made a hit for the commercial, so we'll check it out, man. So I got a lot going on, man. Uh, but that's it, man. It's TNT Sport Podcast, episode number 72, man. Good morning. Y'all have a blessed morning. Y'all have a great day. Kids go learn something in school. We out. Good morning. Sports all day, every day. Bring it in now. Let's get it. Get it.